The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masichet Sota has been dedicated by our good friends and Talmud, Mr. Haimi and Dina Dana, for the success of their children and especially the Fuashirema Moshe Ben Dina. Yosef ben Sarah, ben Esther, Ruach Hashem, Tendav is being studied in Fajr. Tara Ruhama bat Rahel, Vesara bat Rahel, Enna refana lahem, Fuat al-Nefesh, Ulfuat al-Guf, Ulfuat al-Kareu Badabo. Vechen Yirasun v'nomar, Amen. Today's daf on Yud Zayin Hamud Bet, starting from the Gemara, Amarava, Megillat Sota, Sheketava Balayla Pesula. If you wrote the Megillah of the Sota, that's the writing on the cloth that they eventually race into the water. They race into the water. If they wrote it at night, pesula, no good. My ta'ama, atya Torah Torah. We have a gezerah shavah Torah Torah. Ketiv hacha. It says by the sota ve'asad la hakuin. It called a Torah hazot. Uchtiv atam. And it says by bedin al pi haTorah asher yorucha ve'ala mishpat. When it talks about judgment, it says the word Torah. We know judgment is done in the day. Betin sits by day. So therefore, Torah Torah teaches us that Megillat Sotah is written Davka by the day. How do you know that Betin is in the day? So that she brings out from a Pasuk, says, Vehaya Beyom Hanhilo. On the day that he bequeaths his estate to his children. Beyom Hanhilo, that means Betin sits during the day to judge cases. Ketavale Mafreya Pesula. Let's say they wrote the Megillat Sota backwards, which means they uh, inverted some of the words. Instead of writing it straight, they wrote the words out of order. That's the right way. That she says, We wrote the Pasuk backwards. Which means you, you just switched the two words out of order. Instead of saying, You wrote, For example, so that's Ketavah Lemafreya Pesulah. No good. Dikhti vechata v'ta'alot ha'ele. Ha'ele means like it is. Ki dikhtiva. Which means like it is written. You cannot write things out of order. Ele Rashi says, Mashra kemo she'en sidurin beparasha. Good. Comes the Gemara continues. Ketavah kodem she'tekabel alea shivu'a pesulah. If let's say they wrote it before she accepts upon herself the shivwa, as we learned in yesterday's daf, the Kohen would put a swear on her, like a swear that she's innocent or if she's guilty, this is going to happen to her, and so on and so forth. Then she says, Amen, Amen. She says, Yes, I accept. Only after that do they write the Megillat Sota. Now, uh, if they wrote it beforehand, no good. First, the Kohen. Puts the swear on her that she didn't do it, and then it says, "Vechatav." Then only then do they write it. Ketava igeret pesula. They wrote it like an igeret. Igeret is a letter uh, without sirtut, as she says, without making the lines. You know, like in the Sefer Torah, you have the the lines. Called, that's called sirtut. So that if you don't have a sirtut, it's called an igeret. So the Torah says when it comes to a Sota Besefer Amar Rahmana. Torah calls the Megillat of the Sota a Sefer. Sefer is because Sefer Torah. Meaning it has to have the lines of Sirtut when they write it on the Klafra. She says, Bahalacha de Moshe Sinai, Shah Sefarim Sirichim Sirtut. Bahalacha Moshe Sinai, that all Sefarim need to have the Sirtut. Comes the Gemara continues. Ketava Al Shne Dapin. Which means, let's say they wrote it like a Sefer Torah, but they wrote it on different columns. Now, the Perashat Sotah is not that big that you have to write it in separate columns. You can really get it all in 
one column, but you made it like a Sefer Torah in the sense that you wrote, let's say, after Parashah in one column, and then like in the next column next to it, even though it's on one piece of cloth, but you wrote it in two columns. That's what it means, Ketaba al Dapim. You wrote it in two columns, like a Sefer Torah, Pesula. It is Pesula. Sefer Echad Amar Rahmana Velo Shnaim Ushloshah Seferim. Torah says Sefer. <coughs> one Sefer, and not two or three. Even though it's like a Sefer Torah, but a Sefer Torah, the reason why you have many columns is because there's a lot of words. You need it. You can get away with doing it in one column. So the thing is, you have to make it all in one column. Let's say, the way they erased it in the water is they wrote one letter, erased it in the water. Wrote the next letter, erased it in the water. They wrote one letter, they didn't write the whole perashah. Together, they write one letter at a time, and they erased it after they wrote it. No good. Which means it's got to be written, the whole thing has to be written and then erased. Comes the Gemara now has a question. Huh? No, and then they write. Well, yeah, I guess they, they can erase one at a time. Yeah, I guess you can't erase the whole thing in one shot. what they do. They erase one thing at a time. That's how they erase it. But they definitely have to write the whole thing. Okay, next question. Kohen wrote two different Megillot for two different Sotot. Then he erased them both in one cup. Do you say that each Megillot has got to be written for the sake of the specific each sota and that you have? The writing was written for each sota. Or do you say that you also need the mechika lishma as well, which means you need the uh, erasing? Uh, she says, what does it mean mechika lishma? Look at the fourth line of Rashi. Uh, first of all, lishma besefer la'asod dechti va'asala. But the sota says va'asala means it has to be made specifically for her lishma. Meaning, even the mechika has got to be specific. It's got to be personal. Mashiach, here where you're mixing them both into one cup, you're racing one to cup. That's not considered lishma because it's not personal. It's not uh, uh, separate between this one and the other one. So that's the gemara's she'ed avim to say lomar ba'ina nami mechika lishma. And if you're going to tell me that, whenever you have an intim se'ed lomar, usually that's the side the gemara is going to take. So therefore, if you're going to tell me that when you need mechikah, you have to separate them, you have to erase them, I'm sorry, into separate kedim, right? Because you need the mechikah lishma also, mahakan bebet kosot. Let's say you erase them in two kosot. Oh, there you go, you have lishma. Vehazar ve'irban. And then you mix them after that. Put it back into one cup. Mau, mechikah lishma ba'inan ba'ika. Or do you say what mechikah lishma you had? Odilma, ha'lav dida kashatya, ve'ha'lav dida kashatya. Well, do you say, well, bottom line, you're right, you had mehikah lishma, but she's not drinking. In the drinking, you also need lishma. You need to drink the, the one that was erased for her. And now that you mixed it up again, so in the drinking, you don't have a, uh, 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 a lishma. Right? That's the Gemara's, uh, Gemara's question. So comes the Gemara and says, V'intim selomar, So if you're going to tell me it's no good, when you mix it up in all one keli, you, you did it separate, so you had the on that, but then you put it back in one keli, no good, because each one's not drinking their own. Now you went and you separated it again. So what's the whole case of it? You erased it in separate keli. You mixed them together, now you separated it again and you gave each one their own cup. So what's the she'ira? Yesh berira or en berira? Do you say berira or not berira? Now, what is... What is uh, the normal concept of Birira? This is not the normal concept of Birira, the way the Gemara is asking over this. So let me just explain it to you. Normally Birira is on something uh, that did not happen yet. For example, a person has a barrel of wine, and he needs to take Ma'asroth out of the barrel of wine. But he wants to drink the barrel of wine. So what does he say? He says, uh, the barrel, uh, the, the Ma'asir is in the barrel somewhere. It's the floating Ma'asir. So we assume that whatever, he, if you say there's Birira, there's retroactive selection. Which means, he start drinking from the barrel. And I say, whatever he drank is not the ma'asir. And I'll say that at the end, the last uh, <laughs> halak that's left over in the barrel, that's the ma'asir. 
So that's using the concept of Berera. In retroactively, I say that when I designated the Ma'asid, it was that Chalik that remained at the end. Over here, it's a little different. Over here, I don't need uh, to select anything. It was selected already. Over here, the uh, Sota, two Sotot, it was erased in two separate cups. So therefore, it was selected already, which is I know exactly what this was for Sota number one, this was for Sota number two. That was the issue, and therefore, they were separate, and that's fine. The problem is over here, when I mixed it up, so now I lost the, um, not, not, not the selection, because it was selected already, but I lost the inyan that is personal. It has to be personal. So the she'ela is when you mix it up, and then you unmix it, does it go back to becoming personal or not? If I say what, yesh in this case, berera is going to mean that the mixing is not going to ruin the personal aspect of the sota. And therefore, when I separate it again, I still have the anyan of this is for her, and this is for her. Not that each one has to drink their own uh, water. The water is all sota water. That's not the Kamara's question. Kamara's question is, you told me that it has to be uh, drinking the shmam. It's got to be separate. So the shayla is, does the mixing ruin it? If I say no, but maybe once you mix it already, finished. You lost the personal concept of the sota. Even if you, you unmix it again, it's over. But if you say berera, I can say no, that even though it's mixed now, but once I unmix it up, it goes back to becoming like it was. Originally, that's the Gemara's question. Gemara leaves this question as well as all the questions. Tiku. Gemara says you got to wait for the hour Navi to answer all these uh, dilemmas. Okay, so that's uh, that's the way they come out uh, with that. It remains in a sefik. Read some of the halachot that come out of this. Arambamis posek all these sefikot. Ketma al shnei dapim besula. Okay, that was Gemara befirush. Shnei emar besefer sefer lachat v'lo shnei mushlosha. Harabam also writes, Katava igeret belo sirtut, besula, shne emar basefer, vadachal moshem sinai, shasifrim sidichim sirtut, Katava le mafreya, besula, shne emar haele, ala seder, Katava kodem shtikabel alea shivua, besula, shne emar vishvia vekatav, Migilat sotat shkatava balaila, besula, shne emar vekata veshka vekriv, keshem shkorbana bayom, ka ketibata migilat vashkayata bayom. He has a different source. His source for Yom is uh, just like the Qurban is brought in the day, so the writing is brought in the day as well. It's an interesting uh, nuance in the uh, Rambam. Right. The Kesef Mishneh points that out, that the uh, Rambam has a different uh, source than the Gemara actually had. Okay? Uh, also, Harambam writes, You cannot write any ink that it leaves a... Leaves a mark. It's got to be Ela Bidio Sheenbo Kankantum Shema Vechatav Umaha. Ketav Shiachol Himachot. Try. It's got to be type of ink that is erasable because it says Umaha. Next Dean in the Rambam. And Rambam says, right, it's got to be scraped off, it's got to be erased without leaving any uh, trace. Ketavash Shelo Deshma. Oshimachaka Shelo Deshma Pesula. Ketav Shtem Migilot Shte Sotot. Umachaka Netoch Kos Echad. That's the last question. Don't give it That's where they all ask on the Rambam over there. The Gemara leaves it in the Safik. You tell me what? If she drank from this mixture, after you mix it up with the two Kelim, then you separate it. Right, don't do it. But if she did it, it's okay. Now you have a safek over here. Now nothing's going to happen. Are you going to let the lady go back to her husband? Yeah. Even though the Gemara leaves us in a uh, safek. So you have a case of a safek uh, ishit ish. So if they leave us in a big shela, kushan and above, how can he come along and say, but the abad, if you used it, it's kashem, and really we left in a safek. That continues. Ba'e raba. Hishka besiv mahu. Beshefoferet mahu. Means, normally, how would you drink the waters of the sota? Directly from the cup. But let's say, instead of giving it from the cup, the Kohen gave it through a sieve. Sieve he made like from a tree. He took like some of the, the leaf, leafy part of it, whatever it is, the shoot, right? And he made like a straw out of it. And he gave it to drink from the uh, sieve, or from the shifofet. Shifofet is mamash, like a straw. So the sheila. Is, is that okay or not? Maybe you have to drink directly from the keli. Maybe this is considered a hefsek in between, uh, you know, the keli and our mouth. So the Gibraltar has a she'ela on that. Gibraltar leaves that in a 
Tiku as well. Rashi says Ishka Besiv Shehi or Shehu Halul Kedir Shatino Kotchotim. Like the children drink, like a straw. So therefore, they gave it to her that way uh, as well. So the Gemara leaves that in a Tiku. Arambam is posek in the Halakha Ishka Besiv O Beshefoferet Kasher Bediavad. And the Rabbab says, even though the Gemara leaves it in the Tiku. Rabab says if he drank it like that, with the Avad, uh, it's okay. That could be it's not a drinking. So that says Veshka. No, Veshka has got to be drinking. Maybe that's not considered Derech Shtiyah. Is it Derech Shtiyah or not Derech Shtiyah? That's a thing. Comes the Gemara and continues. Ba'erav Asher. Nishpichu mehen v'nishtayiru mehen. Ma'u, Tiku. Let's say they made the mixture of the Sotah waters and some of them fell on the floor. And you're left up with a little, little left over. Can she drink the remnants, or does she have to drink from the whole, uh, from the whole mixture? Kebara leaves that in itiku as well. Harambam is posek im nishpichu amayim hareze kotev migila acheret umevi mayim acherim. Okay, if that's the whole thing fell, nishpichu v'nishtayir mehen lo yashke et hashear v'imishka kasher. The same lamab's uh, loyal in all these cases. Don't do it like the chilavet, but the avad. They did it, it's okay as well. Next case. Amar Bizera Amar Rav. A new point. Bet Shivuot Amurot Besota Lama. We look in the Perasha of the Sota, it says twice in the Perasha, Vishbiya. The Kohen uh, puts a swear on her. It makes her like a. He's doing the swearing, but she's agreeing to it. Yes or no? So it's like she's making the swearing. So the Kohen says, it says twice, Actually, if we can get yeah, the perasha and look at it inside, it will be more uh, beneficial. Again, there are two shivuot that the Kohen does make the uh, lady make. If you look at Pasuk Yitzet, it does say, If you didn't do it, You'll be clean from these waters. Then if you go to Pasuk Chaf Aleph, the Kohen, again, makes a Shavuat Risha, Bishvuat Allah. Now here it throws in Shavuat Allah. Allah is a curse. Okay, anytime it says Allah in this Pasuk, it means a curse. So one is just a regular Shavuat, and one is called Shavuat Allah. What does he say? Yitain Hashem otach le'alav l'shvua, right? Curse and a swear. Betoch amech, and he says betet Hashem et yerechich nofelit v'betnech sava. So that to give us Amar and Bizer. Now we're going to analyze exactly what the nature of these two shvuot are and what the difference between them is. Amar Bizer, Amar Rav, bet shvuot amurot besota lama, which means what is the uh, what's the purpose of them? Why two shvuot? So the first attempt to answer this is one is before the erasing of the Megillah, and one is after he erase it, he makes another Shivwa on her. Now we know that it cannot be, because if you look at the erasing, the erasing doesn't come until Pasuk Havgimal. After both Shivwaot, Pasuk Havgimal says, so can you tell me one shivuah is before, one shivuah is after? Adraba, the two shivuot are said before and then the... Like I said, that's what the says, Matkif la'arava. Tarvayu kodim shnaim haika mechilah ketivan. Right? Both of them are written before the... Mechikarol. Ela amarava. Shivuah sheyish ima ala. Ve'achat shivuah shen ima ala. Which means... The first Shivu'ah is a Shivu'ah that does not have a curse attached to it. And the second Shivu'ah has a curse that is attached to it. That's what if you look at the Pasuk, it's clear. Pasuk number one just says, Vishpia ota kohen. There's no ala over there. If you look at Pasuk, So one has a kilala attached to it, and one does not. Look at Rashi. One of them is written Bishwa'at Allah. We'll come in for the Sheikh. The Gibraltar is going to explain what is this Shwa'at Allah. But that's the nature. There's a difference. One, there's a curse attached, and one, there is not. Okay. So, Ahat Shwa'at Sheikh Allah. As it happened, what's the case? We have a Shwa'at with an Allah attached to it. How does that, uh, how does that work? 
So the Gemara says like this: Amar of Amram, Amar Rav. First attempt to answer this: Mashbi'ani alayich. Right? I'm making you swear in the name of a Kadosh Baruch Hu. Shelon nitmet. That what? That you did not do the avera. Sheim nitmet. Because if you did do it, Yavu ubich. The Kerala is going to come into you, and all the water is going to go into you as a Kerala. And she comes along and accepts the Shivu'ah with the Allah by saying, Amen. So that's a Shivu'ah Allah, which means again, swear, Shalonitmit. Because if you did, you're in trouble. You can have all these Kerala's that come. That's a Shivu'ah. So the Shivu'ah is really that you didn't do it. But if you did do it, you're going to get all these uh, problems. Amarava. Come on, no good. Allah lechuda kaima. According to the way you're learning it, the curse and the shivu'ah are not connected. Because the shivu'ah is swear that you didn't do it. And then the curse is, but if you did do it, you're going to get this trouble. So the shivu'ah is on one inyan, on the she didn't do it side. And the Allah is on that she did do it. And smashma shivu'ah Allah, they're connected on the same, on the same side. Understand the way Rav Amram is explaining it, it's two different inyanim. Shivuah that you didn't uh, become Tameh. But if you did, I'm telling you now, there's going to be a curse on you. That what? You're going to blow up. So, you're right, that's a Shivuah and an Allah. No question about it. But it's not a Shivuah to Allah. Shivuah to Allah is masked, but it, they're, in, they're, they're linked together. The Shivuah and the Allah are on the same, on the same side. So, therefore, Rabbi Amram is rejected. Good? So, what's the case of Shivuah to Allah? So, the Gabbara gives another interpretation. Ela Marava, Mashpi'ani Alayich. I'm putting a swear on you, Okay, very good. Putting a swear that if you did it, you're going to get this punishment. So that's a shivuat Allah. I'm swearing, if you did it, you're going to have this punishment. Amar of Asher, so Rav Asher comes over and says, well, Allah Ika. Yeah, there's definitely a shivuah on the Allah. However, shivuah Leka. The Shivu'ah is mashma according to this. The way we understand what the Shivu'ah Allah is, that there's two things over here. There's a Shivu'ah on the lady, that you're making her being Mashviyahar, that uh, whether she did it or not. But the way the Gebaraz is explaining it over here, is it sounds like there's a Shivu'ah on the Allah. Which means, he's saying, listen, if you did it, we swear that, uh, that this is going to happen to you. So she says, Amen. So it's smash, but you're not swearing the lady necessarily, except upon herself whether she did it or not. It's just that on the Allah, you're making a shivuah. Which you, the question is like, I swear that if you did it, it's going to happen to you. We're looking for a case where the shivuah is on the lady, as well as the Allah. Okay, that's the question of Ravashi. Amar Ravashi. That's not the word shivuah Allah. Okay, Allah Ika. Yeah, he, he, he put a shivuah on the curse, that I swear the curse is going to come unto you. But on the ma'aseh, whether she was nitma'ah or not, you didn't put a shivu'ah. So the Gabbara gives us final interpretation. Number one, shivu'ah on the lady. Swear that you didn't do it. V'im nitmet yavu'ubich. V'im means, and swear, well he's swearing really, that if you did it, it's going to happen to you. So therefore that's a shivu'at Allah. On her and on the uh, Kerala itself. Again, number one, Mashbi'ani alayich, that what, that is going to happen to you. Did, did you do it or not? And if you did it, as it's if it's saying, Mashbi'ani, that what, you're going to have the Allah. Now you're going to ask the question, that's exactly Rav Amram. It's not Rav Amram. Pay attention, because in Rav Amram it just said, Mashbi'ani alayich shilon nitmet, she'in nitmet. Where in this version it says, The Vav is very key. The Vav is saying like this, that not only is the Shivu'ah on you, but the Shivu'ah is also on the Allah. Which means, the which is, And if you were mitameh, I'm putting a Shivu'ah on you, that this is going to happen. According to Rav Amram, it was no. Did you do it or not? Right? Because if you did it, you're going to get uh, this item of it. Sheim. The Shiva is not going back on both. According to the just saying, Period. That's the Shiva. Now, Sheim Nitmet, you should know, because if you did become Tameh, you're going to get this curse. But there's no Shiva on the Allah. 
Whereas according to Rav Asher, it's ve'im nitmet. And if you did it, there's a shivuanya as well on the uh, kelala that's going to happen to you as well. So the ve'im is uh, the difference between the two. Okay, so bottom line, this is review. Uh, comes out of this Gemara, the Quran takes her uh, Beta Megdash, he tells her a shivua, uh, a shivua with an Allah attached to it. Which is, I swear, make you swear that what? Shilunitmit. And if you did become Tamir, Mashbi'ani alayich, that what? You're going to get the uh, punishment. Okay, so that's the, that's the Gibbara. Okay, now the Gibbara goes on. The Sota has to answer to the Kohen's curses, whatever it is, the Kohen's words, Amin the Amin. She answers Amin twice. So now the Gibbara is going to analyze uh, what is this Amin the Amin? What is this double Amin here? Just let her say Amin once. What's the double language? So the Gibbara says like this. Mishnah. Alma hi omerit amen amen. What is actually she answering twice? That she says lekach. No, amen al haala, amen al shivua, which means number one. She's accepting upon herself the kelala. But yeah, if, if, if she was zinta, amen. Yes, the curse will come on to me. Whatever that means, the uh, curse blowing up. Amen ala shivua, and she's mekabelit the shivua that the grids must be out. Which by her saying amen, it's like she's swearing. Well, I swear I didn't do it, but she didn't say I swear I didn't do it. All she has to say is amen. So one is under Allah that if she did it, she accepts upon herself the curse. And uh, number two is she's accepting upon herself as if she's making the shivua herself. Good. Amen meish zeh, umeish aher. Another interpretation. She's accepting upon herself, Amen, I didn't have uh, znut with this guy over here that the husband uh, warned me on. And also, I didn't have znut with somebody else. Okay, we'll see. Next one. Amen, satiti arusa Double Amen. Amen, that he did not uh, become a sota when I was an arusa and not when I was a nisu'ah. From here you learn over here a very important rule. This is a yan called Gilgul Shivu'ah. Once the husband already has her in the Beit HaMikdash, and the Kohen's already making a swear on the topic that we're discussing, the Sota, he's allowed to throw in other stuff as well. Once already she's making a Shivu'ah, hey, you know what? What about another guy? I want to know that also now. What about uh, when you were at Usah, when you were engaged? Hey, we didn't come for that. We came for the Nisua'ah situation. We came for that guy that you want me on. Uh, once already you're throwing her on Shivu'ot, you're able to throw more Shivu'ot as well. Look at Ashi. Look at Ashi. Arusav and Isua. Al Yidig Gilgul Shivu'ah, who Migalgel Ale Znut Shil Erusin. Now, Afapi Shulaya Bokinui. Even though there was no Kinui on that, there was no warning on that one. Umikan the Gilgul Shivu'ah in the Torah. This is the source that a Gilgul Shivu'ah is some Gilgul means you're, you're rolling, literally. You're rolling another Shivu'ah into the picture. Now, how do we know it's a Torah law? Amen, amen. Obviously, she's entering amen to two different situations. One to the subject at hand, and one to a uh, to a different subject in total. But the husband has a right to start throwing those uh, inyanim over there. The Shnah continues. The shomeret yabam uchnusa. Okay, what's that case? Shomeret yabam uchnusa. So look at the Rashi. Top Rashi. Shomeret yabam uchnusa. Vimaita yibimto. Right, let's say now she's waiting to fall to uh, Yibum. Let's say her husband died. Okay, so now she's a Shomerit uh, Yabam. Right, she's waiting for the Yibum. The Kansa. So the Yabam made the uh, Yibum. The Kinela, the Nistera. And then he warned her and made a, she made a, she was Nistera. Megalgel alea shivua, shelon nitmet kishi Shomerit Yabam. She, he can make us swear now, not only now on the subject at hand, but swear to me that when you were waiting, right, when you were in limbo waiting for the yibum to take place, that you didn't go with somebody, because that's Asura as well. That she just gives us terminologies there. Shomerit yavam, shomerit is not from the word protection. Ela mitzapeh, anticipating, waiting. Umamtenet liyavam, shiibamina, kimo ve'aviv shamarit adavar. Like it says by Yaakov Abinu, right? Yaakov anticipated the dreams from coming true. So a Shomirit Yabam is a lady that is anticipating the mitzvah of Yibum. Okay, so that's the two amens on that. If she's a Shomirit Yabam, 
Uchtusa, and then she got married. Swear to me that you didn't do anything after we got married. And swear to me when you were Shemitah, about waiting for the Yippur, that you didn't do anything as well. Amen shelon nitmeti. Okay. Now the Gibbara explains, what is this Amen on the Shivu'ah? We said Amen on the Shivu'ah. Right, we said one is Amen on the Shivu'ah, one is Amen on the Allah. What is those uh, two uh, acceptance? So it says, Amen shelon nitmeti. Yes, I accept. I did not become Tameh. Ve'im nitmeti yevo ubi. And I mean that if I did do it, let the waters come in and uh, be a uh, curse. Good as she. Amen shalom nitmeti. Hainu kabalat shivu'ah. Im nitmeti yavu'ubi. Hainu kabalat Allah. That's accepting the curse. Kederich shishbi'ah. Kedamal le'erbe gebala mashbi'ah. Ali alai shalom nitmet. Ve'im nitmet yavu'ubich. Bainu pirushot de amen ala shivu'ah. Amen ala Allah. Good. Amen on the first part, amen on the second part. I swear I didn't do it. I swear you didn't do it. Amen. I swear that if you did it, it's going to happen to you, this uh, curse. Amen. She says that as well. Rabbi Gabran says, Amen. Amen. Which means she's accepting upon herself even the future now. That's she. Amen. She in the waters will stay in her stomach now as like a as a as a guard. as a guard that if she does it again, the waters will regurgitate in her system and cause her to blow up later on. So therefore she says, Amen, I accept I didn't do it then and I'm not gonna do it in the future. So she's accepting upon herself uh, the future item. Comes Gibran says Mishnah Rabbi Meir and the Hachamim that are arguing in this uh, Mishnah over here. You see, uh, according to Hachamim, they didn't add Rabbi Meir. Hachamim uh, only gave uh, Irusin, Suin, Yibum, and all that. They didn't give the case of future Tum'ah. So it says, Hakol Shavin she'en matne'ima lo al kodem shetit ares velo al ahar shetit garish. Everybody agrees that you, 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 well, you can make Gilgul Shivu'ah, but there's a limit. You can't already pry into what she did before the Irusin, nor could you make her swear what she's going to do in the and event that they get divorced. divorced. That's already outside the husband's uh, jurisdiction anymore. You can only, from when the husband started, the Irusin. But you cannot discuss a Gilgul Shivu'ah past that. Look at that she. Velo ala hajt kerej, vafilu rabimid damar matneh ala atid. Hadush, even rabimid, she can go on the future stuff. But future, as long as we're still married. Yeah, but once there's a divorce, already I cannot be galgel shivu'ah on that as well. Good. Nistera le'echad v'nitmet v'harkach e'chzira lo haya matne'ima. What's the case? Right. Look at that she. Nistera le'echad. She was secluded with uh, one guy over here. V'nitmet. She went uh, with... Uh, the guy, her original husband, took her back. What's the case? Good as she. When it met begirusheha, the ena ne eseret alav lachzorlo, ela imkin niset al yedek kedushin. Dechi katav lo yuchal baalarishon asher shlechal lashuk vekachta achar kedushin v'nesuin ketiv. So we have a, a, a standing law that says that once a person, let's say, gets married, they get divorced, and then she goes and gets married to somebody else, so then already there's a laugh from the Torah that the original husband cannot take her back. That's a laugh that says, The first husband cannot uh, take her back after she went with uh, somebody else. So what happened in this case over here? This case over here was, right, it was, wasn't a marriage. She just had. Was, she went with somebody else, but that's not considered a marriage. The Torah is only forbidding to go back to the original husband from, uh, from Kiddushin. So therefore, since over she went with somebody else, but it wasn't already uh, Isur. I mean, it was Isur with her, but not enough to say the original husband, so the original husband can take her back. So let's read that in the Mishnah again. Nistera le'ehad v'nitmet. So what did she do? She went with a guy. And then the original husband took her back because uh, there's no problem. 
because it was after divorce, lo ayam matni'ima. He would not make the condition with her. Correct, because, uh, which means he would not make the condition, because even if she would do something when she's a girusha, doesn't matter. It's not going not gonna, to not gonna affect him. She that, that, that doesn't forbid her from going back to him. So definitely would not make such a, uh, uh, such a tonight. So the Mishnah really makes a rule like this. This is the rule over here. Which means the basic rule is any bi'ah that's not going to forbid the lady to the husband. So on those type of bi'ahs, we're not going to be matne. Conditions uh, of isur shivua on her is only on things that can make her forbidden to the husband. But in this case over here, what are you going to say? If she's divorced, if she goes with the guy, it doesn't matter. And if she goes with the guy into divorce, he can still take her back. So that's not an idea that you're going to be Megalgim. Now, she did something when they were married that forbids her to the husband, so then they're not ready. And that type of shivua is going to be uh, in play. Okay. Let's go to the Gemara. Amara Menuna. She's waiting to make you boom. What did she do? She went with uh, somebody else. Now, she has to go with the brother. She cannot go with anybody else. She went with somebody else. No yibum. Only thing you do with that in that case is you make haditha. Kabbalah says, Mimai. How do you know that from? This is like, I know from Amishnah. Medektari shomerit yavam uchnusa. Right? One of the cases of Amin, Amin is on a shomerit yavam case. Swear to me that you didn't do anything when we were married, and swear to me that you didn't do anything when you were a shomeret yavam. I amat peshtama asira mishum hachimat na bahade. Ela i amat lo asira hachimat na bahade. Ve'atnan ze'aklal kol she'ilu tebaiv lo te'asura lo ayamet ne'ima. Very good. We just brought a proof at the end of the Mishnah. We said the only time you make a swear is on a type of relation that would forbid her to the husband. So therefore, from the fact that we said that he can make her make a shivua, that swear to me that you didn't do anything when you were shomer at Yavam, that's much that if she did do something, she's going to be forbidden. Also, you have an ayah that shomer at Yavam, she's in Taj, she's asurat in the Baal. Right, that's the Gebaraz ayah. The Gebaraz Amri b'ma'araba, the Gebaraz says, that in Eretz Yisrael, they said, le'tilcheta kirava minuna. We don't go like rava minuna. That what? That really we hold shomer at Yavam, she's in Taj, muteret le'ba'ala. Oh, but Amishnah says you shomeret yavam muktosah. They make make a swear on that item. Hamani Rabbi Akiva. Amishnah is going Ali Bader Rabbi Akiva. That holds what? The Amar En Kedushin Tovsin Bechive Lavin. If you have a, a rule like this, Kedushin is not going to be Tovis. Because Areat Mikudeshiti on a person that's asur on a lav. She doesn't say the person that the, the guy the, 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 the guy's making kiddushin to is forbidden to end the lav. So the Akiva says even isu lav, it's not going to be hal. Okay, so it's isu lav kiddushin are hal. Um shavele, and the Akiva treats an isu lav ki erva like a karet. Mm-hmm. Everybody agrees and kiddushin tovsim behibe karet. Okay. The mahlokan is, is Kiddushin Tofez Bechivay Lav. Now if you say Kiddushin is not Tofez Bechivay Lav, so the Bechivay is going to say that his kids are going to be Mamzerim. So therefore he is Mahmir uh, on that subject. Now what is that going to do with us? The Kiddushin Tofzim. Kiddushin Tofzim. Be'isha asura ala mekadesha belav. Ve'rabbanam pedigi ale ve'amre. Be'hibay kiritut hu delot tafseh. Only when it's Yisur Karet. Aval be'hibay lavin tafseh alma. Ve'rabi Akiva. They're going to treat, he treats Isur Lav like Isur Karet Lenyan Wat, Shabbat Mamzer. That the kids are going to be in Mamzer from this. And so too is going to be strict. You see that Biakiba compares Isur Karet to Isur Lav. Where? By a case of Kedushin. A guy says to Isur Karet, let's say, Are at Mikodeshetli. Right? Is Kedushin Tofsin? No. He goes for that. What happens to the children? Mamzerim. Everybody holds like that. Rabbi Akiva says even further. Not only Isur Karet, even Isur Lav. That if a lady goes, a guy goes to a lady who's isur to him, be isur lav, 
And the children from that union is going to be? So you see what? Rabbi Akiva is very mahmir on Oh, very good. If that's the case, just like if a lady would go, lady is married, she goes with somebody else, what's the deen? She goes, she comes forbidden to the husband, so too if she goes and makes isulav, she's going to be forbidden. What's the case? Shomeret Yavam. She's asun mita'am lav to go with another man. Lo Once she goes with another man, she's going to become forbidden to the Yavam. So therefore, our Mishnah is Alibad Rabbi Akiva, but that's not, uh, that's not the Shita. Because if you hold that Kiddushin is Tofes, the Isulav, so if you see Isulav is not that stringent to be Osir to the Yavam, so therefore that's why the Gemara says, Bema'arava Amri Letil Chetah Kerava Menuna. Our Mishnah is Mahmir, that's Shita, Rabbi Akiva, that's Mahmir, Behaimir, Lavin. That Kiddushin is a tofes like Haibek Kiritut, and just like by Haibek Kiritut, she becomes a surah to the husband, Haibek Lavin also, she becomes a surah to the Yavam. Okay, one more point. Ba'eh Rabbi Yirmiya. Ma'u shiyatne adam al-nisu'in al-ishunim. Yeah, what's the case? The guy divorced his wife. He took her back. Okay? In the second marriage, he made a kinui to the lady, don't go with this guy. She went with the guy, she went, you know, she secluded herself over there. Can he make a gidgul shivua on the first marriage? Instead, can he make it? For sure, he's making a, make a shivua now on what's going on in the present. She asked, can he come along and say now, now that I want you to tell me what you did now, shivua, but what about when we were married in the first, uh, in the first time around? He wants to, can you make a gidgul on that, as she says? Nisu'in arishonim. Kegon dirisha Next case, Anisu'e Ahiv Mahu. Is the Yavam. <laughs> He's coming along and saying, Listen, I want to know what you did when I was married to you now with the Yaboom situation. And I also want to know what about when you were married to my brother? Uh, what, you, what you did uh, over there? Can you Migalgel Shivuat to the brother? Look at Rashi. Anisu'e Ahiv Mahu. Legalgel Zenut Shetahat Ahiv. Now, the Hadit number Matnitin. All these cases that we said, right? You can make the lady swear uh, when she was Arusa, when she was a Shomerit Yavam. Which means it wasn't all about one lady. Which again, in our Mishnah, we gave different cases where you can make a Gilgul Shivwa. We made it on Irusin, on a Shomerit Yavam, and all that. But it wasn't on the same lady. It was all different names. The one case was a guy that was married. So we said, in the case he's married, he can make a make a good shivah. Not only what she did now, what she did when she was Irusin. Case number two, Ashomerit Yavam, who married, is able to say, what you did now when I married you, and what you did when you were Ashomerit Yavam. Now I want to put the cases together. Which means, could the guy come along and say, who's a Shomeret Yavam, who got married? Could he come along and say, I want to know what you did in your previous marriage, marriage to, the, to the other guy? The brother. Meaning, if the husband is giving up the drink, so you get Nisuin and Irusin. And if it's the Yavam that's giving up the drink, he gets his marriage plus the Shomeret Yavam. Now we want to know, can the Shomeret Yavam case like a man to take a... To the previous marriage. To the previous marriage. That you don't see in Amish now. That's what she's coming to take care of. That she's saying, don't think... We said, uh, can, can you go back to the Irusin? Can you go back to the, to, to, to the marriage? Uh, that was in one case. We didn't say you can go back to the marriage in the Yavam case. So that's why that's we're asking the question. That's the Vir Miyazah She'ela. Tashema. I'll bring it out from Amish now. Rule. You can't make a Gilgul Shivwa on a type of relation that's not going to forbid her to the husband. Okay? Which means, but on a Zenut, that's going to forbid her to the husband. In a Khanami, you could be able to make a Shivwa. And therefore, we can. Solve this question over here. Why? Ah, because if she was, she will be asked. She will be asked to him. Yeah, exactly. There's no you right. Exactly. So therefore, to answer our question, 
if she already committed uh, Znut to the first uh, brother when they were married, so now already she's not going to fall to Yibun to this guy over here. So in the that Shivwa is a legitimate Shivwa. It's pertinent. It's pertinent to the, to the case. Look at that she, that she says, Ha Asira now, for that case, when they got, he remarried the lady, right? He could say, did you commit Znut in the first marriage? That's a pertinent Shivwa. Because if she committed Znut in the first marriage, he's out. He's out. He cannot remarry her. Similarly, if she committed Znut by the first Yavam, not by the first Yavam, he's not a Yavam, the brother, the Yavam is going to be forbidden. Because there's no... Uh, what, what, let's speak it out why she's forbidden. Because she's forbidden to the, for the brother. Once she's forbidden to the brother and he dies, she don't fall to Yibum. So therefore the Gebarat says from the Mishnah's ruling, Gizgilgul is a legitimate nice. Shivu'ah as well. So basically the general concept you have to just keep in mind always is a Shivu'ah of Gilgul works. This is the source. And the Hadush is what type of Shivu'ah Gilgul works? A type of Shivu'ah that will affect the man himself. Be'isud. But if it's just time you're prying information that doesn't affect uh, the guy. What'd you do before we got married? That doesn't, uh, yeah. Right, doesn't, even though you might want to know, but it's not going to affect it. Oh, what did you do after we got divorced? Not any business. Not any business. He took her back. Doesn't matter. When she was divorced, that out thing's not going to, out of his jurisdiction, not going to affect. So therefore, those type of items, you cannot make a Yibushiv law. Gemara continues. Rabbi Meir Omer, Amen Shalom Nitmeti. Right, the Mimi'ir said that uh, you can make what's called the Gilgul Shivu'ah on the lady. The Migalgil Shivu'ah now, meaning not only can she swear that she did not become Tameh, you can make her swear that she's not going to become Tameh in the future. Tanya, lo kisha'amar Bimi'ir amen shelo etma, she'im titma ma'im budkin otam me'achshav, when she answers Amen to that, she says, Amen ve Amen. Amen that I didn't do anything now, and Amen I'm not going to do anything in the future. Now that doesn't mean to say that if she's going to do something in the future, she'll blow up now. That's the point of the Gemara. Don't say that she's going to blow up now for something that's going to happen in the future. When she becomes Tema'ah, if she becomes Tema'ah, the waters that are in her system will like regurgitate back up into her mouth, ubotkin ota, and will check her at a later date. Ba'e Rav Ashe. Rav Ashe has a question. adam Guy's married. So according to the Bimi that says you could, you know, Miguel for future events, can the guy come along and say, I want you to swear that you didn't do anything now? And I want you to swear, in the event that I divorced you and remarry you, that you're not going to do anything uh, in the future, in the second marriage. You know, can he already mashpiaha from now for the second marriage? It's going to be me again. That says you can be megalgel uh, on future events. So the Gemara as well. lo Well, at this point, we have a rule in the Mishnah that you can only megalgel things that would oser the lady to the husband. At this point over here, if she would do something in the second marriage, it would not oser her in the first marriage. Understand, which means if she did something in the second marriage, her first marriage would not be affected. She's married already. So therefore, maybe the Gilgul Shivwa in such a case would not work. Or Dilma, Zimnin de Megareshla. No, in the event that he is Megareshar, Vadar Mehaderla, and takes her back, at that point, if she makes an Isur, it'll osera to the second marriage. So therefore the Gibran's question is, can you make such a swear on her? Tashema, we have a Raya from our Mishnah. Hakol Shavin, everybody agrees, Shelo ayam ima, lo al kodim you don't make a Gilgul Shivwa on anything that happened before she was engaged, Velo al achar shetet garish, and not on after Girushin, the in-between, after Girushin. Which means, if she became, let's say, to somebody at the time of Girushin, and then he took her back, because what she does in between Girushin is nothing to him. Also, what's the mashmout of the Mishnah? He can't be mashpia 
on things that are after the Girushin. However, But he can be matne, not on the Girushin part, but if I take you back and you do something at that point, he will be able to be matne. It only was said the guy to making a Girushin in the limbo state, which is after he gets divorced, because at that point over there it doesn't affect him. Master from the Mishnah, but when he is remarried, from now already he'd be able to make a Gilgul Shivwa on the remarriage there. That's the thing. That he'd be able to make a Gilgul, not only what you did now, are you innocent, but uh, make sure, make sure that you won't do anything in the event that I divorce you and remarry you, that you won't do anything at that point as well. And in a Khadam, if she does something at that point, she's going to become Asura to her husband. So it is an item that is Osir her to her. Husband. Tanu Rabbana, we have a bright Zot Torat Hakenaot. There is a a language in the um, in the Torah. Zot Torat Hakenaot. This is the Torah of the Kenaot of the people that make kinui to their wives. It's masma from the word Kenaot that there is an equality in the law. That all the law basically is equal. Zot Torat Hakenaot. That all the laws when a husband makes kinui to his wife, they all have the same. Law. The word zot, just to get the preface of this Kabbalah, just so we have an easy clarity, zot usually is a word of exclude, right? Zot. Kenaot in this pasuk would be the inclusive word. Okay, so basically we're going to look for cases over here that the Torah includes kenaot, right? Many cases of uh, kenaot, and we're going to look for a case that Torah excludes by saying the word zot. We're actually going to find ourselves into a three-way mahlokan over here. Let's begin. Minamed, shaisha shota veshona. Tanakama. She can drink, and she can drink over and over again. Sounds like according to Tanakama, she can drink as many times as the husband takes her to the, uh, to the beti. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, zot. Zot, exclusive word. She'en aisha shota veshona. No, she doesn't drink twice. Amar Rabbi Yehuda, he brings a story. There was a fellow called Nehunya. He used to dig the wells for the Oleh Galim. Those people, the pilgrims, used to come to Rushalayim. So he had water. So there was a big Sadiq called Nehunya. He would dig the wells. So they nicknamed him Nehunya Hofer Shikhin. Anyway, he testified that the lady could drink and drink over again. So the Buddha says, We only accepted his Edut. You know why? Because it was a case of Bishne Anashim. Because it was two different husbands. So you see the Biuda that holds that a lady cannot drink twice, that's by the same husband. But if she has, she got divorced or whatever, and she got married to another guy, so you, she could drink again by a second husband. Okay, so we clarify the Biuda a little. No drinking twice by the same husband, but yeah, by two husbands. Third Shita, Vachamim Omrim. Third shita, she don't drink twice. Not by one husband, not by two husbands. So basically what we know until now is basically three shita. Tell the Tanakhama says she can drink over and over again. Tell he doesn't make any halukim. Rabbi Yehuda is restricted. He says only by two different husbands. And it sounds like the third shita, the hachamim, been by the first husband, been by the second husband. You can drink in um, Aisha. She can only drink once. Not by, only by the first husband. That's it. No no drinking twice at all. Now the Gibraltar is going to give us more of the cases. Basically there's going to be four cases over here that we're going to have to play with. We start. Hey, you say she can always drink twice. How do you learn the word Zot? Zot is a restrictive word. Right? And according to the Tarekama, the last Shita, it does say Torah, which is mashma that there's plural, plurality, Torah the Kenaot. It's much as a plurality. And you say she never drinks twice. Amarava, so Rava says. Case number one. Biish Ehad Uboel Ehad de Kuda Amalo Peligi de Ena Isha Shotaveshona Dichtiv Zot. Okay. One same husband, same guy. Everybody agrees she don't drink twice on the same guy. And that they learn from the restrictive word Zot. So even the first Sita. Tanakama, that said she can always drink twice, even he agrees, same husband on the same guy, finish, you got one shot uh, per guy, according to Tanakama. So that's the, that's the Zot. Okay, now, 
בשני אנשים ושני בועלים, two husbands, two different בועלים, two different people, that she was, you know, she went with, וכל העלמה לא פליגי דאישה שותה ושונה. דכתיב תורת. Everybody will agree, even the third שיטה, she can drink twice. Because there you got two positives. It's two different husbands up for two different men that she went with. There, even the third shita that says she doesn't drink twice will agree in that case, she drink twice. So those are the extreme cases. Everybody agrees on same husband, same guy, no twice. That's from the Zot, restrictive. And everybody agrees, two husbands, two different people, Vadai she could drink. That's learned from the word Torah, which teaches me plurality. Yeah? Oh, so where's the Mahalok? The Mahalok is going to be in the next two cases. Well, you have one in, uh, you know, one and one. Let's see now. Keep Piligi, third line. Where well, the argument is, Okay. One husband, two Bu'alim, two different men. Or two husbands, same Bu'al. Now give the Shitot. Tanakama says all those are included. She drinks twice. So Tanakama includes three out of the four cases. Just one case, he's mima'et, same husband, same guy. But all other scenarios, he includes that what she will drink twice. He says the opposite. The word Zot is going to exclude three cases. Torah Lebuye, and the only case that's going to in- be included by Torah, Shnei Anashim Vishnei Bo'alim. We have the best scenario. Two husbands, two different Bo'alim. So those are extreme opinions. Whereas Tanakama is Marbeh, three cases, and it's Mema'et one. The third Shita is Mema'et three cases, and only includes one. Now, Rabbi Uda is somewhere in the middle. He's in the middle. He says, listen, the word Zot is, excludes two cases, and the word Torat includes two cases. Okay, which cases are excluded and included? Gibran tells us. Zot tarte. Ish echad echad. Okay, obviously, she's not going to drink twice. Same husband, same guy. Ish echad And for that matter, same husband. Two different guys, which basically, according to the Bible, the simple rule is, one husband never gives up twice. Torat l'ribuye tarte two cases shne anashim uboel echad two husbands same guy shne anashim two husbands and shne boalim two different boalim, which is basically to crystallize the Bible. That's very simple. The Bible will say one husband cannot be mashkeh twice. The only way he can be mashkeh twice, according to the Bible, is either two husbands. Even though it's on the same guy. Husband number one warned on this guy, I drank, nothing happened. Second guy, same. Uh, or, two husbands, two different guys. That's for sure, it's going to be, you can drink. Now, just let's get the logic. Why, according to those she taught, would you say that if he warned her once about the guy, why can't he warn her, again, same husband? Gee, what's the what's the sevara? Why every, everybody holds in that case. Same guy, same uh a uh, 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 husband, no good, can't drink twice. So the sheet is an interesting sevara. Look at the sheet in the Dibudah Matibah Rabbi Yehuda. Look at Rabbi Yehuda, last Rashi of the Perek. Rabbi Yehuda svira le be'achar shiri ba'akatuf umi'at. Beautiful Rashi to explain you how Rabbi Yehuda, when he saw a word that excludes zot, and he saw a word that includes how he came to his conclusion. This is like this. The Torah really doesn't tell us ma riba uma mi'at. So therefore, it's up to the rabbis. Al korach lo masrana katuv ela lachachamim. It's up to the rabbis lefaresh lecha lefi chokhmatam according to their wisdom ma riba uma mi'at. Right? When you when you see two words in the Torah, dot and you see a Torah. One word comes to minimize. One word comes to include. Torah doesn't tell me what. Which case? I have four cases. So that she's telling you that's where the rabbis come. after to use their wisdom. To try to figure out which cases are excluded and which cases are included. Continue. Good. To include makes more sense on two different husbands. It more sense to say you'll drink twice by two different husbands. And even if it's the same guy, even if it's the same boy, 
ולא על שני בועלים ובעל אחד, but not by the same husband, even if it's two different בועלים, even if it's two different guys, but one husband. Now he's the large. כיוון דקינה לכבר, because once already he warned her, ונמסת נקייה, and she came out clean, נראה הדבר שאדם קנטרר The guy's just trying to, to needle his wife, maybe he's a little paranoid, ומתכוון להקניתה, he's just trying to needle her, which means quite to the people that listen, you went through this once, you see she's honest, she didn't go with one guy, so now, now we're now going to start with another guy. So stop now, you're trying every guy now, you're going to try to make content on her, to try to make trouble? Hilkach, lo shena mehashad rishon ve lo shena meacher, which means once already, she, she came out clean, one time, I don't care if now she has a hashat on the same guy or a hashat on another guy. Husband. One husband, you get one shot. Once when she comes out clean, once I that's okay, Sam, you're a kantana, you're trying to make trouble uh, with your wife, you're trying to do such a thing. So based those are the three, she thought, Hadran Allah, Hayamizi.